0: I did a lot of things wrong, but what I did was get it done. Done is better than perfect. And just by having something, it becomes your sword, your trophy, your wrestling belt. And you can highlight that over and over and over. And I would say most people want to write a book and they just never do so if you can get something done that other people want to accomplish whether it's driving a lamborghini or flying a private jet or whatever it is do something that other people want to do you are going to capture attention nobody will believe in you until other people believe in you nobody will buy from you unless they see other people buy from you being a bestseller is only step one once the book is done that's when the fun begins (laughs)
1: Hey guys, it's Dustin Bogle here with another episode of the Lunch with a Punch podcast. You know, I'm always trying to bring great guests here and have some amazing conversations so you guys can learn and grow in your business. And so I have a special guest today uh, and it's really cool because we're getting out of the fitness industry. I've actually been bringing a lot of those to you guys recently, but this one is going to, I think, hit you in a lot of different ways. Just make you think outside the box and do something cool and unique. Um, and that might be potentially having your own book. All right? I know a lot of people dream of having that. And this might be something that will become a reality after you hear what I, I'm going to be talking about today. Um, so my special guest, uh, he has a great story. We're going to get into that during this uh, interview. And then he also has a company where they not only break it down and make it very simple on how to get published, but then they'll help you do it and take it to the finish line if you need that. Um, and so... Mike Fallet, I'm glad to have you here
0: on the Lunch with the Punch podcast. Are you ready to do this, brother? Absolutely. You're making it even sound way more special. Fallet, Fallet, Fallet. Okay. Fallet sounds super French. I mean, I'm classy, but I'm not that classy, man. All right, (laughs) man. Fallet.
1: All right. Thank you for correcting me on that. Uh, Names names are important to me. Something that, as a coach, I want to remember every client's name. And it made them, they've even commented on it. When they would come into the gyms. they would say, hey, I'm impressed. You got 200 clients, you know, 300 clients as time went on, like, and, you know, everybody's name and like what they do for a living and their kids name and all that. And and that is something that like I carry on, you know, many years later. Um, so, yeah, man, I want to start with you. This is a business podcast. I do want to dive into your business and break it down and, and kind of get that inside look. But I think where we like to you to start is where you entered the world of business. How did it get on your radar? You know, where did you decide to be one? Was it something you were wrestling with before taking that leap, um, or did you just start off and how was your entry into the workforce?
0: Dude, first off, thanks for having me, man. Uh, fitness professionals, I would assume, that's going to be yeah. the most of your audience. Uh, this is a great warm-up for me. I'm going to a, an event called Fit Pro Summit by Tim Lyons. I don't know if you know who yeah, that guy is, but he's putting an event together in Nashville, Tennessee in, in May, and I'll be speaking at it, talking about what I will be sharing with you guys in this podcast. So thanks for having me, man. It means a lot. And uh, yeah, hopefully I can offer some value. Uh, I'll yeah. start off with um, how I got into this process. So guys, just give you a quick little background. We've done about 300 and some books from start to finish. Uh, I always talk about book creation, but really it's about revenue streams. And we're really targeting entrepreneurs who want to increase their revenue streams. And by having a book, you stand for something. They get to know you, like you, trust you. They know what you stand for, where you're going with things, how you can help them. And the book becomes really the start of a journey, the start of a relationship. And you can monetize that many different ways. And I'll explain that in this call. How I got here, though, I didn't really read. Uh, my whole life. I don't think I read a book, man. Uh, grade school, high school, and maybe college. Don't think so. Until my employer at the time, I got to say he changed my life. He gave me a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Dustin, have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? I have. It's great. Game changer, man. I've interviewed many, many millionaires and they all say to me a few books. I always ask, hey, what's a book that changed your life? I would say 30, 40% of them tell me Rich Dad, Poor Dad or Think and Grow Rich uh, are the two books that changed your life. So Rich Dad board out, I read that I was 22 years old. I, I picked it up. I'm like, wow, this is the most amazing book ever. Why did I go to college? That's the way I thought that. Uh, and so right afterwards, I got my real estate license. I got into real estate. I bought a four-unit building and I was off and running as an entrepreneur at 23 years old. thought I was the king of the world. I thought, man, now I'm an entrepreneur. Girls are going to love me. Turns out I just struggled financially and didn't understand the game just yet. I got very cocky. I started four different businesses. They all were major failures. Screwed up big time in front of my friend's family. My finances were a mess. I created a fifth business called Doggy Surprise. It was a direct home dog product service, and it made me some money. I'm at dog uh, dog shows, singing jingles, selling these monthly deliveries of uh, goods and treats and all that for your dog, and I thought I was making it. People came to me and they say, "Hey, man, Mike, uh, you, you you started a business. Can you help me do the exact same thing?" And I really wasn't that successful. I was probably making thirty, forty thousand dollars a year with this side business at the time. I thought to myself, "Why don't I just write a book about what not to do uh, when it comes to starting a business, and maybe a couple things that worked in this business that my first four uh, I just didn't have inside of it?" So I created a book around you know starting your dream business. It was called Dream Starter. Little did I know that would become my Instagram handle, the Instagram handle, my business name. It would just turn me into the Dream Starter. How cocky is that? I mean, who <laughs> who was I? I was a dog product guy creating a book called Dream Starter. And I turned I'm it- into- a, I'm gonna
1: ask you a quick question, you know, during yeah. the story, I love it. That that for some people could be a giant leap to have never written a book to decide, I'm gonna write a book. Why wasn't a blog post? Why wasn't it just like a
0: funnel? Why wasn't it a website? Why choose the book as the path, right? Well, good question. I think it comes down to, I looked at all my heroes, and I'm a big believer in chasing and modeling your heroes. They all had books. And I became way more clear-minded when I started sitting down and writing these little blog posts in 2010, 2011 for LinkedIn, all with the intention of impressing a girl who was on my LinkedIn page. Maybe she would read this and maybe be impressed with my writing styles. And it was just over time, I became more refined with blog posts. I thought to myself, how could I separate myself from the pack? Well, I'll write a book. And since I know an author who did the Amazon bestseller trick, let me ask that person of how to become an Amazon bestseller. If I could model my heroes, have a best-selling book, maybe I'll get more attention. And boy, was I right. So it was not that much work to write a book individually. It's not that much. I mean, yeah, you have to sit down and write for a while, but if you have a right editor, if you have a right team, you can get it done pretty easily. I did a lot of things wrong, but what I did was get it done. Done is better than perfect. And just by having something, it becomes your sword, your trophy, your wrestling belt. And you can highlight that over and over and over. And I would say most people want to write a book, And they just never do. So if you can get something done that other people want to accomplish, whether it's driving a Lamborghini or flying a private jet or whatever it is, do something that other people want to do. You are going to capture attention. What you do with that attention is what matters.
1: Mike, do you you remember how long it took you to
0: write that first book? Yes, that was, uh, I would probably say over, I mean, I took a few blog posts from even six years prior, but I would say that that first book took me about seven months to write. Seven months. Um, okay. All right.
1: So and uh, <laughs> and, and so like, where w- what happens next in your story? Where did you decide that I'm going to help people in this way? Um, and I, I guess what happened to the dog company?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So good question, man. Uh, the dog business was making thirty, forty thousand dollars a year, and it was like these couple dollars every month from this monthly recurring uh, revenue. And it's it seemed like it was a good idea. But what, what changed me was the book. I thought I would get a lot of clients and, and giving them advice on how to start a business. The book was sort of the uh, my moniker now. Oh, I wrote a book? Hey, Mike, you wrote a book. Can you help me write a book? And the light bulb went off. Wait a second. Why don't I just write the book for you? And I'll charge. I just made a number up at the time. $2,000. About $2,000. And they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, write a book for me for 2000 bucks. So I would sit down with them for three hours and I would write the book for them. And I did that for about 10, 15 clients. So I'm making money with the book business way even more than the dog product service. So here I am now thinking, okay, I got to let the losers go. Even though the dog business is making money, you start to come to a point where you realize, hey, my time is better spent over here. So I let the dog business go, focused only on the book business, grew that, struggled like a maniac for about two years, Started hiring models to be a part of my brand, increasing the sex appeal of book the book business. The way I spun it, Dustin, you like this is your story is the most attractive part about you. So having models all over, I got a lot of hate from it, but I got a lot of attention. And I got more clients that were women that wanted were drawn to it than men. And it was really weird. So I started saying, Well, how can I reward the women? Well, I'll start sending them Steve Madden pumps, these red heels, really nice looking. And now, then when they promote the heels, they're actually promoting me. And then I started adding these cool little marketing tricks, like, "Hey, why don't you get a tattoo of our slogan started from zero on your body?" People started getting the tattoo slogan. So I had all this cool mon- uh, marketing content that I could promote all organically, not paid ads. Started growing a little bit. I would fall. I would grow a little bit, and then I started getting more political, starting putting my putting my views out there. And it was wild how. At first, you don't know if you really know what you're talking about, but just have this belief in yourself that you know you need to say something. And I lost a lot of potential eyeballs, but I attracted the right people into my life. And I had this now, this aura about me that I was a guy who said what he really, really believed. And I started attracting the right individuals, higher caliber caliber people believing in me, giving me more money for... Uh, the book service. So I started raising prices. I was attracting a higher level clientele. I started getting invited to speak at different events. And all of a sudden, my circle started to morph into like-minded individuals. Core values were being shown on my Facebook page, my Instagram page. And it was like I was attracting the exact person that I was inside. So the more I know myself, the way I look at it, the more I know who I want to be around. Um, The more I project Mm -hmm. it out into the world, the more that those type of people find me and I deter the people who I don't want in my life. So over time I started to slowly grow 2020 hit. I implemented many different revenue streams. I saw all my weaknesses. I joined many different masterminds and here we are 300 and some books later, 268 bestsellers, uh, part of different businesses. I have my own little circle called the inner circle and we do all kinds of different investment strategies and, and help each other out to, uh, to make sure that um we are constantly growing whether it's spiritually financially physically or mentally love it And what a great story i love that and thank you for sharing that with us and,
1: and kind of revealing that and That's i think it. uh yeah uh, a lot of people they there's a lot of fear right holding you back from sharing what are your political beliefs or what are your beliefs about how to run a business or how to lead a team or where we should go in the future because You don't know, right? It is still very much subjective. Like you don't know until you go forward and then you find out. But there are people that agree with you. that They say, I believe that too. I do believe we should go in that direction. I do believe that's the way things should be ran. And then you'd find each other and then they are like willing to just commit to you with their business versus going to somebody else. They just, they're like, you're good at what you do, but like, I don't really know you. And it's a good reminder that people don't buy from businesses. People buy from people, right? Um, and so when they, they say that they don't, don't go down to the, you know, Dallas Toyota dealer, it's like, go see Mike at the Dallas Toyota dealer. He'll take good care of you, you know, and it's because you sent them to a specific person. Um, and the same thing, you know, in our business, we'll say, go see coach. So -so at lead the way fitness, she'll take good care of you. And so they want, they'll go walk in and they'll ask for that person. At least it gives them a direction, but they don't say go to that gym. And then the person will never take action because they don't know where to go and what to do, you know?
0: Damn right. Um, Personal branding, man. I think that this is like, this is something that hasn't been around. We can create a personal brand within a very short amount of time. And if you have your own podcast, if you have your own books, if you start to have your own video channel, the business name is secondary. You, as long as you keep growing as an individual and provide value, they'll remember you and you can monetize that many different ways, whether it's now or 10 years from now. So the name is never going to change. Your name will never, never change. But your business may, and I know people who are multi, multi-millionaires, they're they're involved with 15, 20, 25 different businesses. They are what's important to the business. The business isn't important to them. The business will run, but I'm not doing business because they're a part. I'm not doing business for that individual because of the business. I'm doing business for them because of the person. I invest in people rather than businesses. It sounds like you understand that principle yeah. very
1: well. Yeah. And I I like what you said that as long as you keep growing, because I think that if you don't pour into your self-development and you have nothing to teach, then that means you haven't learned. Right. And that's important in a personal brand is like you have to continue to evolve so that people almost want to watch it like a TV show. It's a new episode. It's a new season. Like what's the next version of you going to look like? I want to stay connected and plugged in and watch it, you know, play out. Uh, I want to ask you about like how book publishing has changed Um, because as far as I understand it, you had to have been good with like a major publisher is like this elite list. And, you know, it was really hard to be a part of, but it feels like today it's, it's much more accessible for the average person with no following and with no, uh, bestseller that has been, you know, written by them in the past. Like they're just like entering the world. Like, has that changed? And have you
0: viewed that change? Good point, man. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. Uh, love him or hate him, he's the one that changed the self-publishing world. Uh, You look back at the 90s, in order to get a book finished, created, out there for the world to see it, you would have to go to to one of the main publishers. You go back to Rich Dad Poor Dad, as we talked about, this was self-published. It got picked up years later by a major publisher. But the struggle to get something off the ground, you know, back in the 90s, he got a lot of hate for this book, a lot of hate. And uh, it was because he was going against, you know, looking at the housing industry. Houses were a liability, not an asset. So him putting that out there, going against the the grain. Um, Self-publishing, if you're out there and you don't know where to start, you should be someone who gets into the self-publishing world. Potentially down the road, maybe years from now, if you have a huge following, there are publishers that are going to come to you and say, hey, we want to take ownership of your book. And we'll get you out there and we'll give you an upfront fee of... $300,000. If that comes, great. But you will be in control of your life if you self-publish your book. You put it up on Amazon, write anything you want. You can get it approved on Amazon. Amazon is there to make money off of you. So you can upload a book today, get it approved by Amazon tomorrow, and then by the weekend, you can sell it and become an Amazon bestseller. The moment you get that accolade next to your name, now you can monetize that. You can increase your influence, your credibility, your brand awareness. You are the Amazon best selling author of, you know, how to build the right gym, how to get your mind right, how to become the ultimate entrepreneur. Lovely. So you are in control. Self publishing is the way to go. You don't have to split your royalties with anybody. And the magic of the self publishing is that you don't need anybody's approval to create a funnel on the back end to give it away for free. And now you can attract attention, increase your contact list. Now you have data, and once you have data of people who are interested in that type of material, now you can offer them memberships, courses, apparel, a podcast, investor opportunities, affiliate links. It never ends, man. Love it.
1: Is there a certain amount of books you have to sell to achieve that on Amazon, the best-selling you know title?
0: So uh, you know, I love to ask this: uh, How many do you think it takes to become an Amazon bestseller?
1: Uh... <laughs> I'm going to say 10,000.
0: 10, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe the answer is even 10. It all depends on the time of day, where it's at. There is a free market out there. Amazon is a computer program. And if you understand sales ranks, if you go to any page on Amazon, there's going to be a sales rank at the bottom. Just go to all the books, sales rank of the KDP number, you know, Tony Robbins and all these big names. Most likely they'll be number one, number 10, or 100, or 2,000 in all of Amazon but it's the free market. So there are ten, there there are tons of different categories. Years not just one category. There are many. So you might be able to beat a Tony Robbins book if you worry about leverage, positioning and timing. So in the right category on the right day at the right time, you could get 10, 20, 30, 40 different sales to happen right at the same time or within an hour. Amazon's going to say, "Wow, we see a lot of velocity." If we do the mathematical equation This is technically outselling a certain author that's number one in this category. So within four hours, five hours, up to eight hours, you will be number one. So the way we look at it is shoot for 30 within about a few minutes or an hour, and you have a great shot at being the number one bestseller in a category. doesn't mean you're going to make a lot of money, but what you're doing is you're increasing your social evidence, social proof. Nobody will believe in you until other people believe in you. Nobody people nobody will buy from you unless they see other people buy from you. So by having the bestseller name, best-selling accolade next to your name, you stand apart from the rest. And that, with the right marketing, will capture attention. And what you do with that is really who you are, how you're going to make your money. And like I said before, the vision of who you want to become and how you want to make your money five years from now is really the end goal. Being a bestseller is only step one once the book is done that's when the fun begins and now
1: you got a cool gift that you can give to people that also puts you like in a really cool position right like that I'm a, an author and I'm handing out gifts and and it's like a entryway you know and people are like wanting to get to know you and and um uh going through long form content is like the best way for someone to get to know you right if it's just mm-hmm. like quick little reels and tidbits like I'm getting very surface level, but like if I'm going to spend time to read a book, like I'm going to get to know your story and, and what you're all about and really build that know, like, and trust like you brought up. Yeah. Um, I, I want to ask questions definitely for gym owners that are interested in this. Before I do, I want to ask you, this is kind of like a popular story in, in the marketing you know, kind of world is the whole uh, story of the, the author that wrote astrological love and how someone bought the rights to that book. Have you ever heard that story? No, please tell yeah.
0: me, man. I got Yeah. This, this
1: is, this is a cool one because I don't think I've told on this podcast. So the way, it, you know, it goes, you know, who knows if it's absolutely true, but this is how it goes in the marketing circles is that, um, there was an author that wrote a book called astrological love, uh, in the eighties and it looked super wacky and she had like big red hair and it, and it just didn't have a sexy title. And there was a, a really strong marketer that was like looking for advice in this area to connect better with their spouse. So they said, this cover's crazy, but I'm going to crack it open. And as they started flipping through the pages, they saw that the content was really good. The advice was really good. They're like this is, this is just being hurt by this awful cover. So mm-hmm. he contacted the author and said, how's book sales going with this book? And she's like, terrible. I've sold like 300 and I thought it would do a lot better. So he said, can I buy the rights to the content? And so he got it and he changed the cover of the book to now say how to satisfy a woman every time and have her beg for more.
0: Yes, I did hear. You have heard that? Okay. Yeah, that's great.
1: uh, So then supposedly it's the exact same content. If you go buy both these books on Amazon and compare them side by side, you flip through the pages, they're identical. The marketer just changed the cover, went on to sell a million copies. Compared to the previous one, sold a few hundred. So it's like in terms of like attention grabbing, that's the first thing. If you don't got someone's attention, they'll never even crack open your book and you might have like life-changing content in there. So I guess before I, I go into a couple of questions specifically for you know my audience, do you help people with that side of things and thinking of the title and and getting the attention the right way so that they can get the content consumed?
0: Yes. Good point there. Uh, we help people after the content is made. A lot of people will start with the title. Oh, I can't wait to write about this. Well, then you're kind of locked in with writing about that title. You're kind of you know, putting yourself in a box and saying, man, if I don't write about this title, then I'm screwed. It, it It closes doors on you. So we always say, hey, let's do the interview. Let's get the content out there. Let's start to write it. And then here are suggestions that we recommend. You know, when you have a three, four word title, something simple, something that's a great moniker for your name, your name equals what? And if you were to go back to that example, what is it? Astrophysical. (laughs) What is that? I don't even know what that means, but how to satisfy a woman. Okay. So if your name equals how to satisfy a woman, what that's going to do for the average person. Oh, this book equals, it's going to help me satisfy a woman. But this person is the solution. This person is the answer. So whatever your name is, put an equal sign and say, what do I want that to equate to? And that's the way I look at it. And then you can get a little bit more specific with the how to or the guide subtitle. I love how to do X, Y, and Z. I love the ultimate guide to do this. You do not have much time. People will not spend the time to figure out what your book's about or what you can do for them. You need to be a punch to the face exactly how you can help them get to the next level of their life and a quick subtitle, an easy to remember subtitle, and an easy to remember title, you can do that, which is gonna make everything on the back end much easier. How you market, what you're gonna do with it, how you're gonna make your money, the opportunities you get to be a speaker, as a podcast guest, as the podcast host, all of it can be spun from a great title. And yes, we absolutely help out with that.
1: Hey, guys, it's Dustin Bogle coming at you and I wanted to ask, have you picked up a copy of my book Reinforce Your Gym? It is a Amazon bestseller and it is packed with strategies on how to get you more leads and build your lead machine, how to multiply your sales and get more sales and increase your LTV from every single client and how to build your dream team. All right, how to develop leaders, and establish a team that will help you make your vision a reality. Those are the things you can expect to see in the book. So you can get on Amazon as a paperback, a hardback, or on Kindle, and man, it is worth it, my friends, because for 10 or $15, you're gonna get all my years of experience as a gym owner packaged into one nice bundle so that you can go in, digest the content, and take action and grow your business. So pick up a copy of that on Amazon now, and you won't regret it. All right so yeah i mean i definitely know my audience would probably be very interested in learning more about this and so like uh, if a fitness coach or gym owner is like you're speaking to me but like what if they're paralyzed by that thought like i don't i don't know what i'm an expert on like i don't even know what i would write about i just know i would love to write a book um should i start with like you know what my craft is like actually coaching people on their fat loss and fitness and nutrition or what if I always had this dream, like man, I would really like to write a mindset and talk about maybe my transformation of how I went through a mindset change or how I try to teach that into people. But I don't feel I feel, almost feel like a phony, like I'm not a mindset <sighs> expert. Who am I to write a book on this? I'm sure you've heard those types of fears before, right? So, well, my question
0: different. always is to those type of people. That comes up a lot. Tony Robbins—is he more of an expert now or back in 1985 when he first started, or whatever the year was? Mm-hmm. And the answer obviously is now, or now, because back then he was just getting started. You need to get that first book under your belt to lead to the second one, to lead to the third one, to lead to the fourth one. And if you don't feel like you're the professional right now, like people look at book writing as like, oh, I need to become a billionaire to write this book. Well, why do people buy from you? Why do people hire you to coach them through uh, a certain you know, aspect of their life, whether it's getting into best, their best shape or overcoming obstacles in their mind? Why don't you just make those thoughts, your words, your video series, tangible in a book so they could read it on an airplane or go wherever, or read it in their, you know, in their library? Why don't you just start thinking of it as a different way to just build relationships? So you don't need to actually become the ultimate expert in the world to provide the information. You just need to be of service. Tony Robbins does just to kind of highlight the average human being feels most alive when they're doing one of two things, growing or giving. The moment you put pen to paper, you realize, man, if I live a more interesting life, if I become more valuable tomorrow than I am today, if I help more people tomorrow than today, I have more information. I could become more valuable as an author, more valuable as a leader, more valuable as a speaker. So you become more weary of how you're growing. And then by writing, by putting a book book out there, you are giving. The more you give, the more help, the more service. Jim Rohn always says, be service." Be of service to the many, for service to the many leads to greatness. All of a sudden, whether it's tomorrow, next month, a year from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, they will all say that you are the expert when it comes to gym ownership. Tim Lyons, the guy that I brought up in there earlier in this podcast, wrote a book called Built to Grow a couple years ago. That turned into a podcast. That turned into an event that he put together. All of it stems from getting started, putting your story out there, tying it with lessons and getting over that hump that says, I need to be here before I start to put my thoughts down on a piece of paper. Those days are over. Start thinking of yourself as the go-to person in your field, because then when you meet with individuals, they'll believe in you more. And the more other people believe in you, the more you will believe in yourself.
1: I love that. Um, Have you ever said no to somebody that like, you're not ready to write a book, you need to go do X, Y, Z before you come back
0: to us? Great question. Okay, so before I say, hey, our fees are $10,000, half down, half upon completion at this stage. So if I were to sit with someone and they say, I'm ready to write a book, I will first say, how will you use the book once it's done? If they're very clear on how they're going to use it, that's step one. Step two, break it down to 15 generic lessons. What are the 15 generic lessons you want to teach someone right now? Whether it's getting into better shape, creating better habits, getting your mind right, generic lessons tied to specific stories. If you don't have a lesson, story, an idea of how you're going to use the book, and then this is the other part, you don't need to nail this down, but a specific target audience, who is this perfect for? Because that's going to change your marketing. That's going to change the verbiage within the book. That's going to change everything about the stories. Even you know, if you have a story that connects with a twenty-five to forty-five year old man or woman or divorcee or whatever it is, you make sure that's in there. So it it helps out the ghostwriter if you were to hire a company like ours to interview you, do the Socratic method, question answer question answer, get it out of you pertaining to that specific audience, teaching a lesson, telling the story. It makes everything easy. So when the book is like ready to go. You want to get it done, put it out there, because now you know money's attached to the back end. You could sell a book all day. I have clients that sell $1,000 worth on Amazon every month, passively, no activity whatsoever. Sounds amazing, right? But they have coaching clients that give them $50,000 a year. So by having a book that generated the lead, now they're able to establish some type of relationship. They get on this contact list emails, voicemail drops, text messages, webinars, maybe they see this person enough based off of just getting the book. And eventually they say, you know what, this person's going somewhere, I want to have this person coach me. And so if you start to look at everything from that angle, yeah, I talk to people and say, when you're ready, you will know it that based off of you know how you're going to use the book, you know, the lessons you want to teach, and you know, the stories. Otherwise, You're going to be a mess when it comes to not only the content creation, but also the usage. And that's more powerful than the content itself.
1: I love it. And uh, what have been some of the best performing books that you guys have published that you're like, oh, man, this is our Mount Rushmore, our top
0: three to five. Oh, man, that's a tough question, Dustin. But I'll land uh, on this book for sure. Victim to Victor by Nick Santanastasso. You know him. He's an RTA guy. Sure. He hangs out with the Ed Mylets of the world and uh, those type of people. So Nick Santanastas is a biggie. Uh, I don't know if you know Tyler McBroom, but he's one of the big tax yeah. professionals online. He's yeah. also Cash Flow and Grow. Uh, if you see at the very top, it says, Tyler McBroom is a true financial leader and one of the best virtual CFO coaches that I know. Tony Robbins said that, man. It's amazing. Yeah. So uh, I remember getting a some type of memo, voice memo with Tony Robbins' voice that he uh, wanted that to be said on the book. And I'm just away that that happened. So wow. yeah, there's that one. He, this guy generates a lot of leads through Instagram, Facebook, and all that. And he's probably the most successful financially on the back end. Tyler McBroom, well okay. done. Shout out to you. Another one that does really well is um, Mark Evans. This is a guy that's changed my life. You see the hat that I'm wearing is DM. Mark Evans DM, he wrote a book called Magician vs. Mule. If there's any one book that I've heard from multiple clients, hey man, I read Magician vs. Mule and it's changed my life. That book is probably the most successful mind shift book that we've ever done. And he also followed up with Me Economy and he has another one coming out. So those are the big uh, big three I would say. There yeah. are many more. We've done about 300, 268 bestsellers. So, you know, I don't right. wanna I don't wanna neglect some of my other top clients. Oh, no.
1: that's awesome, man. And and what I liked was the variety that it wasn't like one genre is the one this one area crushes it and everything else just kind of falls beneath that like you got you got a little bit of everything and that's awesome and i, I i've seen a lot of people go and use your service and uh and have achieved best selling and and really i see like everything we run at a high level and top notch um so again if we're we're speaking to fitness coach or gym owner uh what would be the the first step you would tell them i know that you said Make sure you got your fifteen generic lessons tied to a story. Don't worry about the title. But w- what would be, you know, the, the first thing that you would say in terms of picking your topic, um, if if they're like trying to like decide on that, is it something that I just love and I'm passionate about, and I, it just comes out of me easily, or is it my craft, something I've just done for years and I just know it like the back of my hand. Or is it something that I aspire to move into this space? Um, I don't know if there's any other categories you could think of, but like,
0: how do you coach someone on the topic? Great, great, great question. The answer is the third part, what you just said. Where do I aspire mm-hmm. to be? Who do I want to become? All right. So if I, I met with a guy recently and he is uh, a person that gets individuals in, you know, in started in, in investing in real estate. So there's that you could tell in his voice that he's not passionate about it. And he says, you know what? I also have an idea of writing a book about parent alienation syndrome. Now, I don't know what that is per se, but he explained it to me is that, you know, one parent goes against the other and tries to take the kids away from the other parent. So he was so passionate about that. He's like, I want to help men all over the world get over this parent alienation syndrome and beat it. And I said, that's where you go. That's you have to use the book to get you to the next stage of your life. So if you're out there and you say, man, I want to be known as the fitness guy in this world, you have to start with, okay, once the book is done, it's going to get me to there, okay? And if you help enough people get to their next level of their life, you will be able to get to where you want to go also. So it starts with how you see yourself making your money a year from now. You break it down and say, okay, you know what? If I want to become known as this person five years from now or next year, I'm going to write down generic lessons that will help me not only get people to where I'm at, But it also positioned me in a way that it's going to make me way more money this way somewhere down the road. It's going to be exciting to write. It's going to be exciting to talk about. It's going to be exciting to promote because you know the moment this book is finished, it's going to give you this jet fuel to propel you to that next stage. So get clear on that next piece or who you want to be known for or who you want to be known as. And all of a sudden, it makes it very easy to want to speak about it, write about it, get people to ask you questions, get on podcasts, the marketing aspect becomes easier. And it becomes almost like if I don't get it done, that person will never exist. So I need to get this book done to become known as this person. So that way it's going to put me in that room to meet that individual. And all of a sudden, everything that I've been dreaming about could potentially come to life as long as I'm known for that. You have to be known for anything in this world before the opportunity comes your way. Rather than chase things down and be desperate and try to beat down on people's doors and try to scream what you can do and how you can help, why don't you just put your flag up in the air? Hey, this is who I am. This is how I help. Are you interested? Great. If not, no worries. So the more people know what you stand for and where you're going and how you can help them, you're going to get the opportunities coming to you. So it has to go in that direction. Where do you want to go in life?
1: And, and I'm sure you've probably heard this before, and I'm pretty sure I know what you're gonna say. But like, what do you say to those people who who think there's already a book about that? Someone's already spoken on that. Like, you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be a Me Too book. Um, you know, and and part of me says, well, they have not. They they're not you. They they're missing you. Yes. Is that kind of like the way you kind of address that?
0: Yeah, man. We're all saying the same stuff. You read Jim Rohn's stuff, he's saying what Ed Schoaf said. You read Tony Robbins' stuff, he's saying the same thing as Jim Rohn said. What's different is the story. Okay. Everybody's saying the same stuff. That lesson, you know, of how you learned about the, uh, you know, to get your mind right or maybe to dig deep and maybe tackle your shadow. I don't know if you're a Carl Young fan, but I'm just thinking about. Certain things of like how do you become who you are? We're all learning the same stuff, is especially if you want to become great at anything. But how you learned it, that's what makes you different. That's where you cannot plagiarize from someone else. Your story is yours and yours alone. So you and your background might be able to connect with someone who has a very similar pathway. So you can outposition, outmarket someone who's saying the same stuff. You're just saying it in a different way. And I see you have back there some AEW figures. I'm a big AEW fan. So the moment I start talking about wrestling, even on my page, I start attracting other wrestling fans. We're working with a wrestler who was a professional wrestler, by the way. So, uh, you know, you start to get this connection, this bond, this trust built off of your loves, your passions, your background. And I have people with, you know, working with Nick Santanestasso. He has a story about, you know, Sometimes you got to face the monster or overcome adversity. Here's a story of him going to the doctor and asking him to chop his arm off. Okay. Now he learned a similar lesson that I learned, but just in a different way. His story is so much more impactful. So his story in a certain way could probably connect with individuals and he could help them, which where I can't. Maybe I say something in my book. That will be able to connect with an individual and he might not be able to connect with them right away. So your story is what makes you different. There's power in that. Use properly could really cut down on all the noise. It could speed up the process from zero to 100, build a relationship. And uh, if you hide your story, then, um, then you do kind of come off as like the everyday guy. You're saying the same stuff as everyone else. How did you learn it? Nobody really will listen to you until they know where you come from and who you believe. But they 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 have to see the book as a value add. This book will not be important to them unless it changes their life. They have to understand where you're coming from for them to trust you first, though.
1: And and if somebody were to like step forward and say, "All right, man, I want to do this." What is your process like, start to finish, to like getting everything you know kind of planned to like launching it? How long does that take? And then I guess another question I would throw in there would be. Do you help with the distribution because, you know, does this someone have to become an e-com expert now? And like, I have an Amazon store and oh my God, like, am I opening a whole nother business or is that something that you guys guide somebody through or take it, you know, fin- do it for them? Uh, if you can kind of touch on
0: that. Yeah. To answer your first question, um, it's about a 75 day process. We write a book based off of two hour interview one day, two hour interview another day. So going back to all these other successful books, they're all ghost written. Because they understand the fact of who, not how. Have you ever read that book, by the way, Who, Not How? Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's outsourcing your weaknesses, but it's also outsourcing non-revenue producing activities. Technically, writing a book is a non-revenue producing activity. The marketing, the branding, the revenue streams in the back end, that is a revenue producer. That's where you focus your time. So I will interview you for two hours one day, two hours another day. We're going to go over that 15 lesson outline. I'll just say lesson number one is about vision. What does it mean to you and how did you learn this lesson? Simple conversation, Socratic method, get it out get it out of you, however I can. After that, we bottle it all up. I send to a writer. The writer writes it, 120 pages, at least 20,000 words, which is about a 90-minute to two-hour read. We send it to you in, an in, in your email, and you're able to review your own book for the very first time. That's a life-changing moment. Oh, my God. My life is now on a piece of paper for me to read. You start to evaluate. Is my life interesting, isn't it? am i I saying the right stuff wow oh my god this is going to be real you go through you fine tune it you tweak it however you'd like you send it back to us we do a clean edit clean format and get it ready for print i'll also help you out with subtitle and title after the interview is done we go to cover design so right around day 30 after the interview you receive a bunch of cover designs and that book for you to review pick your favorite cover make adjustments read your book make adjustments We upload to Amazon. Amazon KDP, if you guys want to research this, is completely free. You create your own account. They handle everything. You upload it. It prints it. It's about $4 per book. You review it in your hands for $4. Think about how insane that is. You say, oh my God, this is absolutely real. This is amazing. I'm now an author. Let's become an Amazon bestseller. So now I put you on the schedule to become an Amazon bestseller in a certain category at a certain time. Eight hours after launch day, you're an Amazon bestseller. The logo is added to your book, and that's whenever the job is technically complete. Usually, it's about 75 days. Like I said, $10,000, half down, half upon completion. If You're clear on how you're going to use it. It's going to make that whole process very easily done.
1: I don't think I've ever had somebody explain their process so simply and so clearly uh, (laughs) since the podcast has began. 60 episodes in, so... Love it, man. Well done. I can tell you are an expert at what you do, and this is your masterpiece. So, um, definitely hats off to you. And so that's great. It sounds like you don't have to, you know, store a thousand books at your house and you don't have to become an e-com expert. You kind of show them how to do all that. And really it's, it's like a, a gateway drug, if you will, to get them to do more business with you to build notoriety, to now put that feather in your cap. You are now an author. And to use it to help you get into more rooms, more stages, and you know, more opportunities.
0: Yeah. Great book to read if you're out there and you're listening for maybe another book to read that I haven't been a part of, uh, Robert Cialdini's uh, Influence. Have you ever read that one, Dustin? Yes,
1: it is fantastic. Yeah.
0: And it, it just explains why you want to write a book. It explains social evidence, social proof. And all of a sudden, you, know, you have influence. You, you can't change someone else's life unless you have influence. So figure out how mm-hmm. to gain influence. So you can maybe change people's lives, their bank accounts, their mindsets. They trust you more. If you have something to share, do whatever's necessary so they believe in you a little easier. And uh, that's what a book does for people. So once the book is done, going back to your e question, you may want to create a funnel. And I don't know how many people are out there familiar with certain programs like Go High Level, which is what we use, but you want to have a database. So you're able to figure out Amazon's a data company more than anything else. Once they know you like this book, they're going to hit you with more stuff. Oh, you like this book? Here, buy this. They're trying to make money off you. You can do that at a smaller level. We use Go High Level. You do a free plus shipping funnel. You can connect everything right into our database so that we can fulfill it for you. And then you can just have someone running your funnel and just sending out emails, voicemail, drops, text messages, build that relationship. So all of it can be outsourced. It just depends on how far you want to take it. But the moment you're an Amazon bestseller, this is the fun, man. You basically can put a press release out there. New Amazon best-selling book about the mindset. You create a course on everything that's in that book. Step one, become clear in your mind. Step two, become clear on who you want in your circle. Step three, start feeding your body with the right stuff. All the stuff that's in the book, you just turn that into digital assets. You have a free plus shipping funnel that creates a buying relationship. Now you have a way to access individuals who have given up some type of resource to be a part of whatever you're up offering. Then you can sell courses, memberships, apparel, podcast episodes. Hey, I have a new podcast coming out. Check out this link. And then you can have investor affiliate links and it just never ends. So just start thinking about it as book equals money equals revenue streams equals more money. Repeat, repeat, repeat. And then you add, your, add to your influence.
1: Love it. All right. Well, Mike, if anybody wants to get in contact with you or your company, where's the best place to go?
0: Yes. So dreamstarterspublishing.com is probably the best one. If you want uh, a copy of my book that's coming out, my new one, Million Dollar Book, just go to milliondollarbookpro.com. You'll see it's going to be launching here in the next maybe week and a half, two weeks, somewhere in there. And uh, I'll be doing everything I teach people on how to do themselves, uh, I do myself. So you know, practice what you preach. You'll, you'll see that uh, if you check out both those websites.
1: Love it. All right. And if they want to connect with you more on social media, just kind of see what you're up to, what, what's the best one to go to?
0: Yeah. Uh, Facebook, just easy to find me, Mike Fallett or Dreamstar at the Dreamstarter on uh, Instagram. Probably the two best ways to get a hold of me. Uh, I'm also on Truth Social. I'm also on Twitter, but uh, Facebook and Instagram seem like the, the big money makers for me. So that's where you see a greatest snapshot of who I am as a person
1: and and i will vouch that the memes are money so go there just for the memes uh, thank
0: you so. man thank you
1: <laughs> all right mike well it was a pleasure connecting with you man uh, i'm definitely excited to see your company continue to grow grow and produce more and more best selling authors and uh, you know helping people make that dream come true to become that so thank you for everything you do man and thank you for taking this time to do this interview it means a lot dustin thank you Hey guys it's dustin here with gym reinforcements and i got a quick question for you my fellow gym owners who right now in your business is doing the follow-up is it you is it a coach is it somebody who doesn't love it and it's draining their energy well i'm telling you right now your business is being held back until this is being done the right way by somebody who loves sales who loves follow up who loves connecting with people And that is what we provide for you with gym reinforcements. All right. We are a done for you follow up service specifically for gym owners. We do your texts, calls, emails, all the outbound, and we're going to do it right in your CRM so you can see everything right in front of you. And the goal is to talk to these people, connect with them, learn about their pain points and then move them into your program so you can change their life. And this is something that we love to do at Gym Reinforcements because we know when you get them in your doors, they're going to get a healthy body and you're going to have a healthier business because you have a new member. So go to gymreinforcements.com, book a call with me, let's connect and let's see if Gym Reinforcements can help you take your business to the next level. Talk to you soon.